It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Wednesday. Welcome into Hump Day. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter on the video Zoom. I don't know what to call this thing. Google Meet. The monitor. Google Meet? Yeah. How do you spell meat? M-E-E-T. Okay, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> I'm not eating any Google Meat. I can tell you that right now. It is Wednesday, October 4th. Thornton's uh, text line's open, 502-414-1450. 414-1450. If you'd like to text the show, and don't forget to run by Thornton's to get your eighty, your 32-ounce, as Scooter shakes his to the microphone, 32-ounce <laughs> or smaller fountain drink for 89 cents. That's right, 89 cents. I did it yesterday. Scooter did it today. They are making all kind of money off of us. That's that's right. I, I leave the tip. I just give them a buck. I don't want my six cents back. Do they have a tip pack. jar or do they put that into the take a penny jar? Um, I don't know. I just It spins down into that little thing. Oh, and you just leave it. And I just leave it. <laughs> I don't care what they do with it. Next person can have it. You know, I, I pay it forward, Scooter. That's what I do. There you go. Hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The um, M&M Cards text, uh, hotline is open as well, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's working. 502-384-1450. You can join the show and have a conversation with myself and Scooter at 384-1450. We ask that you keep it clean. That's all. We Please. got we got a dump button, but uh, we don't want to use it. No. Right? Don't want to use it. it. Not sure if I know how. It's like my toothbrush. I don't <laughs> want to use it. I love it. I do use it. I don't want to. You know what I don't want to use? Floss. Yeah. God, I hate the floss. Floss is for the birds. And then maybe that's why my gums bleed all the time, because I don't floss. But I hate floss. Where do we? How do we get here? That's a great question. Ed's yeah. not in studio, so I don't, I'm not be, really sure. He'll be here Friday. He just texted Come me. on. Tony Burke will be in tomorrow for Big Al and Tony. Big Al the Fish and Tony's NFL locks. Four and one this week. They're over 500. But today, get ready. Final segment. Scooter's spread selections. He's only 11 under 500. <laughs> and he's got fewer games this week. We got our first week of teams on a bye this week in the NFL. Four teams not playing. Adjust your fantasy lineups accordingly. So I only have to pick from 14 games is what you're telling me. Correct. It's going to be impossible to go 5-11 and 11 with only 14 games. It is going to be impossible to go 5-11. <laughs> and 11. It is not going to be impossible to go 3-11. and 11. That's true. Hopefully or, that or doesn't happen. Owen 14. That's not going to be impossible. You go on 14. We're not doing it anymore. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Cutting the cord at that point. All right, I was going to start with baseball, but I got to start with not football, but basketball. And I heard you and Matt talking about it on the Hoosier Report. Um, Indiana and Kentucky renewing the series. Calipari talked about it at SEC Media Day, said they had some some uh, T's to cross and I's to dot, but that it was going to get done, and here we are. Scoots, did Indiana win here or not? Because I'm not sure. They get one game in which I'm going to guess Calipari won't even be coaching in uh, the 2028-29 season in Bloomington. The other three, two are in Lexington and one's in Indianapolis. This, this is a talking point that I haven't really understood throughout this whole thing. Okay. And it's not just been you. It's been... Every show I've listened to that has covered this Indiana-Kentucky series, who's the winner? Who's the loser? Right. Everyone's the winner. 
Nobody's a loser. The fans are winners. Indiana's a winner. Kentucky may be a little bit of a loser because they don't really need Indiana on the schedule like Indiana needs Kentucky. But I don't look at it from a perspective of who won, who lost to here in this whole deal. I'm just happy that we get the game again. I, I'm stoked. Well, you're in the wrong job here because we have to figure out who won and who lost. Yeah, I mean. I understand the fans win. Mm-hmm. This is a win for Kentucky fans who say uh, Indiana uh, you know, they're not good enough to for us to play a home-and-home home with them, and it's a win for Indiana fans who keep saying Kentucky doesn't want to come to Bloomington. They're scared to come to Bloomington after what Christian Watford did. We beat them in 2016 in the NCAA tournament, and they haven't wanted to play us ever since. It's a win for all of these people. Mm-hmm. Did Mike Woodson win? Did IU win? Did Kentucky win? Did Calipari? Who won? I would argue that Calipari wins here. Yeah, because I mean, because he's not going to be around in twenty eight, twenty nine. I mean, in my if, opinion. if you want to even get Calipari out of the equation and really break it down, who won and who lost? It's I mean, obviously Kentucky. They're getting the two home games, whereas one neutral game and one away game. So they won in the in this deal, no no doubt about it. Okay, here's what I want to know: How are we splitting up the tickets in Lucas Oil Stadium? I have heard that Indiana will get a they've got to get a majority, large majority of that, of and the they should. Yeah. I mean, if this is going to be fair, they should get, if there's, I don't know, let's just say for argument's sake, 55,000 seats there. They should get 40,000 of those seats, mm-hmm. maybe more. Yeah. Because if you want it to be a true home-and-home home series, and I know Kentucky, oh, we're, we're Kentucky. I don't want to hear that crap. This is NIL era. This is... <laughs> Uh, nobody is uh, UConn won the national championship last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The San Diego state was in the national championship game last year. I mean, let's be real. This is a new era. I don't care if you're Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Indiana, Louisville, San Diego state, Montana. I don't care who you are. Okay. Well, it's on Montana. <laughs> I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter anymore. So, I personally, if I'm Mike Woodson, I would have held out, held out a little bit longer. Here's hey, I want home and home here. Let's let's do this the right way. Here's my thing with the whole with the whole thing is when Crean was at Indiana, his and they were trying to refire up the series. Crean suggested home home neutral neutral. Okay, so then this comes out yesterday and we get. Home, 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 neutral. Why did it take 12 years when we're that close in negotiations? You know what I mean? Because Kentucky didn't want to budge. Home, home, neutral, neutral meant it was flat even. Yeah. Home, home, neutral away means Kentucky wins. Kentucky was not going to give in until they got that. Um, Just seems ridiculous. December 20th, 2025, mark it down now, in Rupp Arena, the Indiana Hoosiers and the Kentucky Wildcats. So, look, we're still two years away from this happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows? Maybe somebody buys somebody out just like they do in football. (laughs) They'll go to Lucas Oil Stadium in December of 26, back at Rupp Arena in December of 27, and finally at Simon Scott. Is it Scott? Yep. Assembly Hall. Nailed it. Thank you. It's not the... It's not that hard. It's not like uh, Tua Tungavailoa or anything. I don't know. Some people butcher Giannis Antetokounmpo. Scochi. That is December 16th. Who's your fans? Mark this one down. 2028. I will probably be um, either with my maker or in the bowels of hell with Satan by that point. 
You think so? Anyway, oh man, it's a long four years, long way off. Six years, I guess. I don't feel a day over (laughs) eighty-six. I will say that. I was I was hoping you'd still be doing your show by then. Ed is wearing my phone out. (laughs) He's wearing it out. Everybody wins in Kentucky versus Indiana game, so he agrees with you on that. Mm -hmm. This series is great play at where. I don't know what that means. That no, no matter it where, probably it's means wherever. Play it wherever, and that's I actually told Matt that on his show before yours is he did right back I, wherever. I, I don't really even care if all four of these games, if they want to play them out in San Diego, California. The point is that they're playing again, and that's awesome. <sighs> so, what started this whole problem? Was it the Watford shot? And Calipari said the Kentucky, the few Kentucky fans that got into Assembly Hall, especially Anthony Davis's mother. If I remember correctly, were not treated very well. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and that, that I've heard. Yeah, he feared his team feared for their life when all the fans came on the Come floor, on. and Come it was on. it was a real big danger and all this all this jazz. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean the fact that they are coming back uh, tells me that John Calipari will not be there in 2028. You didn't watch uh, Winning Time: The Lakers Dynasty on HBO, did you? Uh, I did not. The, the I, last sec. The last. I did. Show? I did start it, but I've been told I can't. Yeah, I can't watch it now. Right? Well, it was they ruined. They don't finish it exactly. But the final show, the uh, Celtics fans stormed the court. Nobody died. Yeah, it was it was a crazy scene, mm-hmm. and there were punches thrown by Lakers. Uh, that is factual. They said so in the documentary. This re- they'll tell you this really did happen. I know this is a dramatization, but this really did happen. But you know what? Everybody was okay. Ole Miss stormed the field last week uh, when they beat LSU. Mm-hmm. And they got a million-dollar fine for it because that's illegal in the SEC. Did you see the idiot fan climbing the, fou- the, the, the field goal post? Uh, it's called a goal post. Or goal post, yeah. Yeah. Um, in that, at that particular game? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the video during this next break. This idiot Was is, there nudity involved? No, but he's crawl, he's crawling up the goalpost, and he's, like, kissing <laughs> on it and whatever. So then he slides down. He's like having he's, relations with the goalpost? Basically, yeah. yeah. But then he slides down it like he's a fireman, stands on the, like, flat part of it, and tries to do a front flip off of it oh, and no. busts his butt on the ground. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, it's it was hilarious. Uh, so they're going to play, and like Ed points out, and Scooter said... It's great. It's great for everybody. Yeah. These games against Podunk U and as Dickie V used to call them, Cupcake City, <laughs> they, I, they're they terrible. I look at Louisville's home schedule this year in the, in the preseason. It's abysmal. Isn't it's, that a, what, it's abysmal. Isn't that what they have to do, though, based on how last year went? That's not how you get better. That's not how you get better. Um, I'll, be at, I'll, be at a, I'll be at the Bellarmine game. I'll be at the, I don't even remember who they're playing. I might have it. Sometimes I write things down. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we go. I'll be at the Chattanooga game. I'll be at the Kentucky, well, these are exhibitions. I'll be at the Malt- Maryland-Baltimore County game. Woohoo! Hey, they did beat Virginia when they were a 16 seed. That's true. I'll be at the Coppin State game, New Mexico State. Arkansas State, whole lot of states. Pepperdine, the Waves coming to town. Is that their mascot, the that's, Waves? That's what Pepperdine wants to do, right? You're at a school on a beach. You want to come to Louisville, Kentucky on December 17th. <laughs> it's beautiful this time of the year. Kentucky schedule, preseason. 
Now, look, they've always got the the uh, CBS Sports Classic, at least in recent years. They've always had the CBS Sports Classic. Uh, they've got the other the other one that they play. Champions. Champions Classic. Yeah. At the beginning, I think they still have that this year. Yeah. But overall, if you want to go to – look, if you want to go to the KFC Yum Center, you're going to see some really crappy teams. There's no other way to say it. And in fact, I'm thinking I'm being nice. <laughs> but if if you want to go to Rep Arena, you're going to see New Mexico State. You're going to see Texas A and M dash Commerce. Whoa! I, I paused there after A and M to let just let it sink in for a second. You are going to see Kansas, uh, but that's versus Kansas. That is not uh, going to be at Rep Arena, <laughs> so you're not going to see Kansas. You're going to see, you ready for this? Three, right. day, three days after Kansas? Stonehill College. Holy moly. Didn't, never heard of it. Didn't know it, was, it existed. Um, St. Joseph's. Okay. Atlantic 10. Give me a little something there. Uh, I'm trying hard. I'm L- trying. At least we can watch the mascot flap its wings the whole game. The whole game. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know how he does it. Even during halftime. Do you know that? I was there. <laughs> Time for grumpy old man to show up. Hey. <laughs> Hey, remember the day? Back in my day. I was there in 1981 in uh, Dayton, Ohio, as a high school senior when St. Joe's upset number one DePaul in the NCAA tournament. And the, he never stops flapping his wings. <laughs> John Smith, believe it or not, with a layup at the buzzer to beat the number one team in the country. The other two teams in that regional – Indiana and Maryland. Mm. Indiana beat Maryland. They destroyed St. Joe's Mm -hmm. to get to the Final Four, went on to win the title. But I was in the same hotel with Bob and Landon and Isaiah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, You didn't run into old Bob, did you? I did not. The ACC-SEC Challenge, actually, my brother did. Ran into Uh, Bob? At dinner. (laughs) At dinner. He went over and asked for an autograph. Uh, The team was having dinner. He went over. Uh, Bob did not smack him in the back of the head. He signed his autograph and said, Oh, he gave it yes, to him. He did. Really? Yes, he did. But I was, uh, too, you know, too scared to go over there. I don't blame you. Um, Miami does come to Rupp arena, not the red Hawks, the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Now that's part of the ACC SEC challenge, which is new this year, a challenge that the one team that was left out of that, the Louisville Cardinals, uh, Penn. So you got an Ivy league team coming in. You go to Carolina and you go to Louisville. Illinois State comes to Rupp Arena, the former school of Antonio Reeves, will be coming to play Antonio Reeves. Oh, that's fun. In Rupp Arena before you get into the new year in SEC play. So, you know, Miami, I guess. Okay. Kansas is a neutral site at Carolina. So if you're if you got season tickets, the the number one draw, Miami Hurricanes. If you're Louisville and you have uh, see if you have season tickets to Cardinals game, Cardinal games, man, my my mouth is not working today. <laughs> I guess number one attraction, oh man, mm, Bellerman, just because it's Bellerman. Mm. Who would you want to see, Scoots? UMBC, Chattanooga, Coppin State, New Mexico State, Bellerman, Arkansas State, Pepperdine. Probably Bellerman. I, th- I think you're right in that assessment. Although you do have Kentucky 
in uh, the Yum Center. Well, I don't want to see that game. I mean, that's going to be a cool. You talk about a butt whooping. That's going to get ugly. It could. It should. It probably will. Uh, I'm worried for. I'm worried for Kenny Payne. I'm, I'm not. I like Kenny Payne. I think he's a good dude. I think he was, um, for lack of a better word, he was coerced into taking this job. Arm wrestled basically into taking this job. Not only by his former former players, the African American community in Louisville, um, Denny Crum, maybe the late great Denny Crum was probably saying, please come take this job. And man, it was a, it was a nightmare Did, and it, the nightmare might continue. And I, I, I worry because I like Kenny Payne. Has Kenny Payne destroyed his potential college coaching career uh, by no, taking this job? No, Cal will take him back as an assistant. But I mean, if it's, if he's I a guy, I understand what you're saying. You don't want to go back to that. If he's a guy that wants to go and continue to be a head coach at the collegiate level, has he ruined every chance he, that he had? He does what? Um, who did I see win a football game the other night at a school out? You barely know that it exists. Uh, Rich Rodriguez. Oh, really? Where's one? Rich Rod was at Michigan. Yeah, where's he at now? Didn't go well. I, you have to look it up. They won the other day in a. Uh, uh, like a late game come from behind win, and he was celebrating just like he won the championship, like you should. Um, He's at Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. There you go. Down in? Alabama. Not Florida. <laughs> uh, but uh, Rich Rodriguez, is that's, that's Kenny Payne right now. Because if you want to be a head coach at another major program, if this doesn't go finish well, you're going to have to go somewhere like um, Jacksonville State. Well, and that's unfortunate for him because he's basically just going to have to start all over again. And which he, and he's not young, right? Uh, just like I'm not young. All right, I'm late to a break, aren't I? You are. That's yeah. okay. All right, let's take a break. We'll talk some baseball on the other side. We'll get Scooter's spread selections in the final segment. A little college football as well. Baseball playoffs were glorious yesterday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the concrete. But at least I can see you now. This monitor is cool. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. Uh, Eminem Cartage hotline is open. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. That's 414-1450. Get your text into the show with that number. Scooter's Spread selections coming up uh, in the final segment today. He's 26, 37, and 1. Time to turn it around, man. I'm, I'm going to be conservative today. I'm going to say 8 and 6 coming right up. <laughs> okay, that, that feels like 3 and 11. <laughs> um, the Giants, by the way, are the only team that is 0 and 4 against the spread. Ooh, that's good to know. There are teams that are 0, 3, and 1, like the Cincinnati Bengals. But um, 0 and 4, your New York Giants. Oh, I said it yesterday. What a horrible time to be a New York sports fan. Mm-hmm. Giants, Jets. Now, if you're a Jets fan, you're probably not a Giants fan, so you're loving the Giants losing. Giants fan, not a Jets fan. Love the Jets losing. But the Yankees, Mets, not, not in the playoffs. Oh, it's crazy. Yesterday's playoffs were fun. Three yeah. of the four games came in under three hours. Wow. And that's what Major League Baseball was. 
Now, the Arizona-Milwaukee game went three and a half. Um, had a lot of pitchers. No kidding. What did, Arizona use, what did Arizona use, like five pitchers in the first five innings? Arizona used, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, Brandon Fott started. He got pulled after two and two-thirds. Two and two-thirds, seven hits, three earned runs, including a home run, a walk, four strikeouts, but they won the game. Did you win the game? Because now Arizona's got Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly back-to-back days, if they even need Kelly tomorrow, yeah, uh, to try to finish off the Brewers. And the Brewers are now without their ace, Corbin Burns, who pitched yesterday. I thought that game was over when Milwaukee got a 3 nothing lead. Oh, yeah, same. Actually, this game's over. That, that was my bet of the day. I had Milwaukee minus one and a half, and I actually jinxed it myself when it was 3 nothing. And I sent a text out to a buddy, actually to Nick Roush, and I was like, oh, my, my Brewers bet's looking good. And he just responds, jinxy cat. And then next thing I know, Arizona bang, bang. Arizona took a 4-3 lead, but the Brewers had other opportunities. I mean, they had the bases loaded in the fifth inning with nobody out. They're not able to score a run there. So I had opportunities, so that one hurt. Brewers had 12 hits and scored, oh, scored three runs. Geez. Um. So Arizona will find a trying to finish that one off today but burns is now done for that series yeah and brandon woodruff found out sunday that he had a shoulder issue he's out mm-hmm. so i you know i don't know where they go wade miley maybe today to throw the little the crafty left-handed veteran who can't throw it over 89 miles an hour i don't know what you do. they're going with uh peralta today they are going with freddie peralta, freddie peralta. He's yeah 12 and 10 with a 386 but... i was actually going to go back to the brewers well today and bet them again but i, I think s- that's a good move no it's not not with zach gallon no, i think it's a good move desperation mm. means something yeah but i don't know zach gallon's one of the best pitchers in the league Freddie Peralta's really good too though he is he is that's that well you talked me into it we should take the under huh uh, i already took the over of course you did. You know I can't bet under. <laughs> you're you're big over guy. You kidding me? All right, <laughs> earliest game of the day, Texas four, Tampa Bay nothing. Tony's Rangers with a nice road win. Yeah. Tampa had uh, four errors in that game. Yeah, they didn't have a single game all season where they had four errors. They were not good. And no. here's the other thing. 19,704 people at that game. I understand. It's an afternoon game on a weekday that was scheduled late Sunday night. I get that, but and, and Tampa Bay's been in the playoffs five straight years now. Maybe the fans are just like, eh, doesn't matter. That place only holds twenty five thousand, mm-hmm. which I didn't know till I did a little research. And they're building a new thirty thousand seats stadium. They can't get twenty for a playoff game. Is it going to have a stingray pit again? It's going to be a lot nicer than this thing. It, as long as they have the stingray pool, because I went to a game in Tampa once, and that was there was maybe five thousand people there. I mean, this was probably <laughs> eight years ago, but that was one of the coolest things about that stadium is seeing those stingrays in the pool. Did they play NCAA basketball tournament games in there? Not sure on that. I think they did. You know, the one thing that always shocked me about Tampa's field is the fact that it's indoors. They've got the roof; it's covered, yeah. but yet when you look at their grass, it is awful it's the sun it's all different colors like how can you not get consistent grass when you're undercover you know texas was like that when i went to texas brand was new it? stadium i thought it was great in the, in the turf i went that looks terrible yeah it looked terrible hmm. um the, there was and then there was the pop-up that, that you lose in the ceiling that happens uh at least <laughs> once a week in tampa oh no i've lost the ball in the white teflon roof uh, Jordan Montgomery was great for Texas. Yeah. Seven innings, six hits, five strikeouts. You think Didn't they should have left anybody. him in? Um, no, 
You 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 were no, okay with him pulling? Yeah, him? Leclerc's good. Yeah, he's a good closer. Um, I would have maybe given him one more batter. By the way, that's the lowest attendance in a playoff game. Do you know this this number Mm-mm. since nineteen nineteen World Series? Wow. White Sox Reds in the non COVID year. Wow, nineteen nineteen, the Black Sox scandal. Uh, it was game six. They had like thirteen thousand in Cincinnati. <laughs> That's a long time. Man. That is a long time. Uh, embarrassing. Game three, game two today, three o'clock ABC. Nathan Evaldi for the Rangers tries to finish them off. Zach Eflin, who's really good, uh, former Philly, will uh, get the start for Tampa Bay, trying to keep the Rays alive. Minnesota beats Toronto three to one. That snaps the eighteen-game postseason losing streak for the Twins. All it took was me to bet on Toronto. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the Twins owe me a little something here. Sounds like it, yeah. Uh, Minnesota now with a 1-0 lead. They used five pitchers and allowed only six hits in the entire game. Royce Lewis, Jeez. welcome to the postseason. No kidding. He was First unbelievable. First two at-bats, yeah. two homers, all three RBIs for the game. Uh, and the Twins take a 1-0 lead. Game two, 430 today, ESPN. Barrios. Uh, is it Juan, Jose, Julio? I think Jose, right? Jose, Jose Barrios. He's 11 and 12, 365. He will uh, go for the twin for the uh, Blue Jays. My guy, Sonny Gray, former Red, 8 and 8, 279 ERA. So don't let 8 and 8 fool you. Sonny Gray gets it done, uh, even though I bet Toronto. Sonny Gray gets it done today, I think. By the way, th- there were two really cool moments for me yesterday in those two early games. Yeah. The first one was definitely those Royce Lewis homers, the first two, and every at-bat after that, he had an opportunity to become the first player to ever hit three home runs in his first postseason game. So that was a lot of fun watching that. And then They for- walked him the last time. Well, and then you had the Rays. Was was it Camarino? Is that is that the kid's name that they brought in to pinch hit late in that ball game? And he had an opportunity to get a hit in his first major league at-bat as well. So, what yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to guess he didn't get a he hit. He did not get a hit, no. <laughs> but it, it was fun to watch. So there you go. Day baseball again today. I don't have to go to the liquor store tonight. I'm not working tonight. So that's good. Um, apparently, Scooter doesn't want to be part of the meeting anymore. I don't know what's going on on my screen over here. It's <laughs> All I can going see crazy. is myself, and that is not good. I'll, I'll come back to you. That's not good. For Settle me. down. Um, all right. National League last night, Arizona beats Milwaukee 6-3. Milwaukee, I mentioned 12 hits. In a six to three loss, the Evan Longoria with an unbelievable play in the fifth inning on a line drive. He's thirty seven years old, playing mm-hmm. third base for the Diamondbacks, and he made a. I think it was a line drive. It was going to give Milwaukee the lead. They were down four to three at the time, and uh, he turned it into a double play of bases loaded, no outs, and the Brewers could not score. At that point, I went. Brewers are in big trouble. They erased a. Arizona raced a 3-0 deficit back-to-back homers by Corbin Carroll and Cattell Marte. Uh, I mentioned the Brandon Fott pitching line. He wasn't great. Uh, he did strike out four guys in two and two-thirds innings, so uh, eight, four of the eight outs he got were strikeouts. Uh, they love him in Arizona, and uh, the, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're not going to get a home game in this series, but if they do get to the next level, the divisional series, they'll get some home games, and those people show up in Arizona. They are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, game two tonight, 7 o'clock. Zach Gallen, you mentioned 17-9. and nine. He is a Cy Young candidate in the National League, 347 ERA. 
And Freddie Peralta, 12 and 10, 386 for Milwaukee. Philadelphia beats. Uh, tell me your uh, your Milwaukee betting problem yesterday. That was it. I mean, I just jinxed it when oh, they were up 3 oh, okay. 0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never text during a game. I've learned that one the hard way. Wait till it's a wait till don't. It's like don't if you're winning ten to one in a baseball game, don't start putting the bats away when the other team's batting in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, because you never know. Uh, Philadelphia beats Miami four to one. Phillies are built for the postseason. They are. A couple of good starting pitchers. Uh, Zach Wheeler was great yesterday. Six and two-thirds, five hits, one run, eight strikeouts. Aaron Nola will go tonight. Uh, their one-two punch at the top of that rotation is, I'm going to say, as good as anybody's. Uh, Nick Castellanos, two for four with an RBI. Did you see the finger, Scooter? No. that You know, I watched a majority of the first three games, but I didn't really tune in for much it, of the it, Marlins-Phillies okay. game. So he doubles down the first baseline it's a blooper mm-hmm. uh he slides into second safely puts runners at second third with nobody out and it looks like he, first of all any philly that gets a hit all of a sudden they're doing the onions thing you know i'm carrying my okay yeah. onions if mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. um and i'm going oh i don't know if major league baseball is gonna is on board with this because you know you know what they're doing hey Look what I got here. Right. Look, at, look at this. I mean, I guarantee they're not on board with it. They wouldn't even let no. Who was it, the Braves that were wearing the oversized home run hat? Yeah. They took that away. So he gets up, he does that, and then it looks like he's giving his own bench the bird. It looks like he's flipping them the bird. Hmm. He, he's not. It's his ring finger. And he's saying, let's put a ring. You know, let's get ah. this ring. We're going to get the ring this year. Yeah. We came close last year. We're getting it. But in the moment, you know, flash of an eye, you're like, whoa, what's he doing? And ESPN cut away from it quickly. <laughs> they were thinking the same thing. When they showed highlights at the end of the game, they blurred it out. <laughs> and then everybody finally realized, oh, no, 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 no. He's not giving the finger. He's. He's saying, let's put a ring on this finger. And he had a he had a batting glove on. So, you know, it's hard to tell which finger he's holding up. But sure. once they slowed it down and you zoom in on it, you go, I, I thought it was great. That's hysterical. Phillies have fun, man. And that crowd in Philadelphia, that is a playoff crowd. They are loud. They cause problem with the pitch com where the, the pitcher's trying to hear what the catcher's calling or vice versa. If the pitcher's calling his own game, the catcher's trying to hear – and they make it tough. They make it very, very difficult. At the end of the game, I saw something I hadn't seen since Pitchcom came up. The Marlins had a guy at second base, and there were two outs. They're down four to one. Craig Kimbrell's pitching for the Phillies, and he intentionally balks. Huh? So that the runner on second can't look in and see the signs from the catcher because Kimbrell wow. doesn't like the pitch com. He wants the finger signals. So he intentionally balked. He had to do it twice because the first time they didn't call it. <laughs> he got on the mound. He came to a set position and he intentionally dropped the baseball while he's on the mound. That's a balk. <laughs> so he did it. They didn't call it. <laughs> hey, uh, Craig, you dropped the ball. Pick the ball up. Come on. Come on, <laughs> bud. Two balls, one strike. Let's go. So he looks at the umpires, he looks around, he says, I guess I better do it again. 
He does it again, and it looked like the umpires went, oh, okay, balk, go to third. <laughs> go to third. They told uh, Josh Bell on second, go on over to third base. Uh, I, I hadn't seen it since Pitchcom came, and I hadn't seen them not call it and have to be reminded that, hey, that's a balk. You got four umpires uh, in the playoff game, and they all missed it. You think he was told to do that, or you think that's just his no. high baseball IQ? That's uh, I think he won he. I think it was all him. He did not want that guy stealing the signs. That run meant nothing. Mm -hmm. He just didn't want the batter to know what was coming. That's smart. It's very smart. Because as I said, that run meant absolutely nothing. But that Philly crowd, uh, if you can stay up just a little later tonight, Scooter, I don't know if it's a school night for you or what the deal is. Yeah, school night. Just a little later, get a load of this Philadelphia crowd because they are – they're the real deal. You know, I told you I didn't watch any of that game. Didn't the Phillies have a guy get thrown out at the plate early in the game? Yes, Castellanos okay, got so, thrown out. Okay, so I did After start. After he gave the, gave the pinky, I guess we'll call it. Got you. So, yeah, I must have watched the first couple of innings of that at least. Because yeah. I, I do remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, they scored a run on that, but he got thrown out at the yeah, play. that's right. Uh, game two in that series, 8-0-8, first pitch tonight, ESPN. Braxton Garrett tries to keep Miami's season alive. And like I said, Aaron Nola... Um, I think he closes it out. Look, I bet the Phillies last week at 11-1 to to win it all. If they win this series, they get the Braves. That's, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that's what you're signing up for. But uh, they got to the World Series last year, and the Braves, if I'm not mistaken, the Braves and Dodgers were still in the National League last year as well. Mm-hmm. So I like this Phillies team. I bet the Braves in June, I think at 8-1. to and I bet the Phillies at 11-1. to one. If the Phillies can finish off the Marlins, one of those two teams is going to be in the National League Championship Series, presumably against the Dodgers. By the way, an underrated part of playoff baseball is the broadcasting teams that we were blessed with oh yesterday. So good. So uh, good. I, could, I couldn't disagree with you more. Really? I can't listen to Alex Rodriguez. Okay, yeah, his that game, yeah, was a little rough, but I like Michael K on Yankee game. Mm-hmm. I think he's good, but A Rod, I just cannot listen to. John Shambi was great. Yeah, um, love Shambi, and I, I'm a Carl Ravitch on the last game. I'm a massive fan of Jessica Mendoza as well. She is Sean so McDonough good. on that. That crew might have been the best. Yeah, crew. I loved that crew. Sean McDonough. Yep. Uh, was it Kirchin? I think it was Kirk. Tim yeah. Kirkchin and Jessica Mendoza. They were fantastic yeah. in the Texas Tampa Bay game. And you know me, I kind of do that on the side there. I always I'm always critique I'm always grading these announcers. And A Rod gets a D minus. Yeah, he's <laughs> something about his voice just uh, doesn't translate. Wears me out. All right, let's take a break. I know you're waiting for it. I know you got your pen out ready to write them all down. Scooters Sunday spread selections coming up. Starting with Thursday night's game again with the Bears and the Commanders. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. It's almost time. Almost time. For Scooter's spread selections. We don't want to get caught by the clock like we did last week, Scooter. No, we don't. Um, all right, I'm going to give you my winners in baseball today. Just Here's a sweet little four-team parlay for you. Okay. I think... Um, all money lines? All money lines. Okay. You're going to get a little juice here, so take Texas to finish off Tampa Bay. Ooh, hate it. 
Uh, I like uh, Minnesota because of sunny gray today. Mm, hate it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Milwaukee to stay alive, Love even it. though Zach Gallon's good. I'm going to go with Milwaukee to stay alive, and Philly's uh, in the misery for the Miami Marlins. All right. I agree with you in the last two. Well, then you could bet a four-teamer with your two losers and my two winners. That's not good for anybody. That's not good for anybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, Shady Rays. I think they might have given us a little more money. So uh, shop in person today. I didn't know you could do this. This is true. I knew I could go online. Mm -hmm. But Shady Rays is now located at Oxmoor Center on Shelbyville Road next to Anthropology in the Von Marr wing. I didn't know that. Really? I did not. That's, I could I could take a ride on Taylorsville Road and head uh, head right there. It's been about a month, maybe, maybe a little more than a month. Big X Sports Radio code. You can use Big X for 40% off. Great selection of shades, styles. In store or online, you can get the discount. Just use the promo code Big X. Some exclusions apply. Make sure to check with an, one of the uh, knowledgeable brand experts, is what they're calling themselves. I like that. Speaking of uh, turning right on Taylorsville Road, can I? I'll Don't have, do it. I'll have to ask you a question after the show because okay. I, I feel right. like I, there's another way I can get to work that'll save me some time. <laughs> Customers uh, can shop the brand's full line of adventure eyewear, all backed by the Shady Rays exclusive Lost or Broken Protection Program, which is unbelievable. You buy a pair, you lose it, break it, doesn't matter how, they'll give you a new pair for free. Also in-store, Green Wolf Premium Golf Eyewear. They're cool. First ever golf-exclusive line of sunglasses that enhances golfers' vision and elevates their game. All of this by our friends at Shady Rays. So there you go, Danny Ratterman. That was for you. How many um, pairs you got? I've got enough to keep me uh, taken care of for several, I'm going to say months, because I want more. Same. Um, I'm up to six, and I, I, gotta get, I can't have enough. i got to get one of those Ratterman boys to a St. X game to do a halftime interview, because they always bring me a free pair of shades. Wow. And Not that that's why I want them in the booth. I, I want them Sounds like that's because, why you want them in the booth. Yeah, it is. I'm <laughs> All right, let's do it. Scooters Saturday, uh, scooter spread selections. Did you not have any? Still don't have music for this? No, I can't have music when I'm 11 games under 500. He's, he's penalizing himself. Yeah, All right, let's horrible. start tomorrow night. Chicago 0 4 at the 2 2 Washington Commanders, Amazon Prime, 8 15 p.m. Commanders are five and a half. Ooh, that's a tough line. That's, that's a tough one to start things out here. Uh, you know what? Just because I don't feel like it makes sense, give me the Bears. Plus the five and a half. I feel like you're already betting against what you think is going to happen because of your record. You yeah. can't do that. Okay, you're right. You're right. No, you're, no, 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 no. Don't no. change it. No, I'm changing it. Washington minus <laughs> five and a half. You're right because you're exactly right. That's exactly what I was just saying. Oh, Sunday early in London, Jacksonville at Buffalo, Bills five and a half. Oh, Jacksonville all day there for sure. Jackson, that's, I mean, basically a home game for Jacksonville. In London. In London. All right, 1 o'clock games, Houston and Atlanta, both teams 2-2. Two and two. The Falcons looked bad last week. Houston looked good. You know what that means. Atlanta's minus, Atlanta at home is minus 2. Vegas knows more than we do. Remember that. That's true, and if they think that's going to be a two-point spread for Atlanta, that means I, I, I see Atlanta winning by three here. Give me Atlanta. I'll take the points. Yeah, I don't. That's a tough spread to understand. Well, I mean, Houston—they cannot continue to play as well as they have, Why right? CJ Stroud's been great. Why not? Yeah, I just—I don't. I feel like it has to end at some point. Uh, Carolina zero and four at Detroit. The Lions are nine and a half at home. That's too many. Give me Carolina in the nine and a half. Tennessee at Indianapolis. My Titans. Your Colts. It's a pick 'em. 
in the Lucas Oil Stadium. Pick them, huh? I'm going to say Derrick Henry continues to to play well. We've been kind of waiting for him all year long. Looked great last week. Yeah, I think that trend continues. Although, Anthony Richardson will be back. You're going Tennessee, though. Yeah. Giants 0-4 against the spread, 1-3 overall at Miami. The Dolphins looking to bounce back are 11-point favorites. I'm going to say this is the week the Giants get off the schneid. They lose by 10. I'll take the Giants with the 11. <laughs> Losing by 10 is off the schneid. Yeah, huh? okay. absolutely. If you say so. <laughs> New Orleans at New England. Is Bill Belichick embattled? Probably not. Uh, but they're 1-3 at home and a 1.5 point favorite against the Saints. New England is. Yes. Mm, I'll roll with them. Bill turning it around. Huh? Yeah. Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Big game in the AFC. No, is that the North? That's the North. north yep. Uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Uh, don't know who's going to quarterback the Steelers. I pick it's injury not as bad as they thought, but I still don't think he plays this week. Which means Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Baltimore is three and a half on the road at Pittsburgh. You told me you were going to pencil in Pittsburgh every single week. I did. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Give me Baltimore this week. If if Mitch Trubisky really is the quarterback, whoa, it's going to be a rough one. I was at the liquor store last night watching mm-hmm. the Arizona-Milwaukee baseball game, and my cousin works with me. Mm-hmm. He is a Trinity grad. He had bet Milwaukee and was pulling against Trinity wow. product, Brandon Fott. I said, how can you do that? What kind of world do you live in where that's okay? Unbelievable. What kind of world does Scooter live in where he can bet against the Steelers? I've went with him for four weeks, John, and it hasn't been well. <laughs> you, you see my overall record. Late afternoon games on Sunday. We'll start with Cincinnati and Arizona in the desert. Both teams one and three, desperate for wins. Bengals are a three-point favorite on the road. Yeah, that, I really hate this line because Bengals have not been playing well. Joe, Joe Burrow can't throw well, but you know what? Jamar Chase is always open, so give me Cincinnati He's minus all, three. I'm always open. <laughs> I'm always bleeping open. Uh, Philadelphia and the Rams. Eagles undefeated. Rams are two and two. Rams are three. Oh, and one against the spread. Just so you know, uh, at recreational purposes only, mm-hmm. Philadelphia four and a half on the road in SoFi Stadium. Uh, this is a three-point game. I'll take the Rams here. Jets at Denver. Hey, who wants to watch that game? Jeez. Nobody. Uh, Denver's a two-point favorite at home. Whew, that's another tricky one. I, I think I'm going to roll with the Jets here. I, I, I think those wide receivers, granted, they don't have a run uh, quarterback to throw them the football. <laughs> but Wilson I, was good, son. Yeah, I, he was I'll, good. I'll take the Jets here. I'm getting how many there? You're getting uh, two. Two? Okay. Kansas City at Minnesota. Vikings got off the schneid last week. They're trying to win two in a row at home, but they're five-point underdogs to Patrick Mahomes. I like Kansas City here. You know, it's hard to ever take against Kansas City. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the number well, is. Well, especially when the number's down to five. Their offense has struggled this year. Yeah, they have. It really has. Hey, but Taylor Swift's been a distraction, not a, not a help. Don't you ever blame anything on Tay-Tay. <laughs> 820 Sunday night, game of the week here. Dallas and San Francisco, the Cowboys 3-1. and one, That un, 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 I don't understand the loss at Arizona. They got, they got destroyed, basically. Uh, but they have destroyed everybody else they played. And, of course, San Francisco's been on a little cruise going down football lane here, just knocking yeah. people over. They're 4-0. Niners are a four-point favorite. Man, I was I was unsure which way I was going to go until I heard the spread. Now I'm even more unsure which way I want to go. <laughs> I, I do think Dallas is going to ride some momentum into this game this week, and San Fran's got to – 
got to be due for a clunker, right? So I th- while I do think San Fran wins this game, I think it's only going to be by three. So I'll take Dallas here. Christian McCaffrey last week made a statement. Unreal. He made a, made a statement for MVP. Mm-hmm. M- you know, the NFL now has, and they've done this for the last several years, MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. And they're never the same person. Right. So basically what they should call it is quarterback MVP and non-quarterback offensive player of the year. They don't do that, but that's what it should be called. Well, I was actually I think McCaffrey made a case is making a case to win the MVP, not just the offensive player of the year. It's it's funny you bring this up cuz I was talking to my roommate about that last night cuz he's got a buddy who had a parlay with Josh Allen as MVP, Christian McCaffrey offensive player of the year. And then yeah. someone else, defensive player of the year, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Right, Micah Parsons. I'm yeah, Micah Parsons. Yeah, and he he like had a cash out option, but it was like, how can you have a different MVP than the offensive player? The it doesn't make sense to me. Um, that's how it is, though. If that, an offensive player is winning the MVP, then they are the offensive player of the year as well. It's been, I can't I don't know the number of years in a row it's been, but it's been several years in a row now. It's quarterback always wins MVP. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I will say this, Christian McCaffrey he could. is unbelievable. He does everything. Uh, Monday Night Football, Green Bay and Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, Jordan Love against whoever quarterbacks for Vegas, whether it's Aiden O'Connell or Jimmy G here. Green Bay is a two-point road favorite on Monday Night Football. Mm, give me Las Vegas. Well, that was quick. Yeah. I, I don't believe in the Packers. You don't believe in Jordan Love? I have, I have not liked what I've saw out of them yet. He's had one good quarter. Mm-hmm. And that, they were down 17 nothing. I forget who they were playing. Came back and won that game 18-17. to I mean, the dude couldn't even take a snap without falling all over his offensive linemen. So, yeah, I'll take Vegas here. Four teams don't play this week. Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Chargers, and Seattle. I think the Chargers at 2-3 at, at, uh, and three are, are good for a little rest. They lost Mike Williams for the year. Austin Eckler still banged up. So this is a perfect time for them to have a day off. A week off. Seattle, I think, doesn't want this week off. Man, they're playing great football. Mm-hmm. They're feeling good about themselves, but they're off. And Tampa Baker, you like what I did oh there? Oh, my gosh. No. no. I, was, I coined that no, myself. that was terrible. I thought of that today. That was thought, terrible. I'm using this one on the show. You shouldn't have. Tampa <laughs> Baker, Buccaneers, uh, at 3-1, and one, I think it's a bad time for a buy for Tampa. The Tampa Bay, the Tampa Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Ah, are you going to watch a lot of baseball again today? I am. Yeah, I'm actually, I've got a re- commercial to record when we get off and I'm going to do that real quick and I'm going to, yeah, head to the house and, and sit down on my couch and probably not get up until it's time for bed. I got a meeting tonight. Um, my 60th birthday party is coming up. You've been invited. Oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, listeners, you can come. It's at St. Martha's. It's free. It's October 21st. I, I don't care. I've only got 14 listeners, so. <laughs> You guys and the one lady can all show up. That's my wife, by the way. Um, it's October twenty first, St. Martha's at night, and uh, you know we're gonna have a great time. But I've got a, we got a meeting tonight. All the the twelve guys getting together at Czech's Cafe in Germantown. Oh, to, that's, that's a meeting. That's a meeting. Yes, <laughs> it's an important meeting. I'm not saying we there won't be beer involved, but it's an important meeting. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But I'll be watching baseball at the bar. That's the point. There you go. Tony Burke joins me tomorrow at Peakin on Friday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.